All right, welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton. Uh, coming on to the podcast tonight uh, is Scotty K, SYP creator Scott. Scott, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm doing well. It's Friday night. It's a long weekend. Like, we're just, you know, we're chilling. We're having a good time. And um, I'm excited to pod. I got a big, Ian giving me the month off after this this pod. So I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, it'll be good. Let's get one more in and we'll have a good time with it. So, should we so if you don't know, yeah, we're recording this on Friday, uh, April 2nd. Uh, this is, we don't really have an agenda for this podcast. This is just kind of a screw around pod that we've discussed about doing just kind of a fuck around. We're drinking beers. Uh, I got the manners game on, on the side here that I'm watching on the, on the computer. So, uh, I might not be paying attention 100%. Yeah. They just got an out. Um, so what do you want to say? Do you want to start with the Crosby Ovechkin debate that we uh, heard about today? Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good place to start because, again, uh, viewers, if you don't know, Brandon Dubinsky, former Columbus Blue Jacket, has been was in his his career in past was tasked against with playing against Crosby and shutting him down defensively. Um, and you know, I'm thinking you're bringing up his quote. Um, he said, "I'm not bringing up his quote yet. Uh, give me a second here." Sure. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what what he said because uh, he did he tweet it today. I think it was. He might have tweeted it or he released it as a statement via some sort of social media platform. Okay, so Brandon Dubinsky on Twitter today on April second said, "Quote: Listen, Crosby is better than me. I never said he wasn't. He's obviously one of the best ever. It was Ovi versus Sid." None of you played in the NHL and know how hard it is to score goals in the NHL. 724 is insane. Sid just whined way too much and Ovi just shut up and played hard. And then he shared an image of their hockey reference page with Ovi scoring 724 goals, probably 476 goals. They obviously like active and played in the same time frame, 2005, 2021. Um, it's a really fun debate, the Ovi versus Crosby debate. I'm going to start with you because I want to hear what your immediate thoughts on this, because this is like maybe something we would talk on about in a regular pod, but this is one we can definitely go off and just have. This is, yeah. And this is, I think this is kind of the purpose of this pod is we can have these debates and kind of go into maybe even give people a perspective on like what, you know, some other thoughts some people, some things people may not expect. So let me just go out and say, Crosby versus Ovechkin there I don't have an answer for you this is like comparing Kobe and LeBron it's that same like type of echelon it's like well yes one has more championships than the other one has more goals than the other anyways let me get into it in my thoughts so Crosby's got three cups he's got the playoff success the gold medals the in terms of like pure accolades in terms of teams Crosby's got that hands down he got two gold medals he's got think a few world championships as well um world junior gold as well um but both of them have that but um yeah so Crosby's definitely got that team accolade Inter- individually though gotta give it to Ovechkin again he's got Ooh. what eight rocket Richards eight or nine and to Dubinsky's point he's not wrong there scoring 724 goals is not an easy task by any means and I think he's what fifth or sixth of all time now He's like top. He's like top ten, easily top ten now. I'm gonna pull that up, but just continue on what you were saying. Yeah. I'm just gonna pull it up. Anyways, he's he's up there. He's 724 goals, and he's still playing. He's not. He's not like late 30s. He's mid 30s at this point. He has few few years left in him. Um, 
Ovechkin, and here's another. Here's the other thing that gets me with Ovechkin. Crosby doesn't have a social media presence, and we talk about marketing the game a lot on this podcast. And Ian, we've had gone in at lengths and discussed that. Ovechkin, I'm sure you guys probably might have seen the NHL 21 like promo series, like um, I forget what it was called, but it was about Ovechkin rising from a boy in Russia to his career now in a Stanley Cup championship in 2018. Um, that really like captured to me, like obviously I was a big fan of Ovechkin anyways, but that really kind of gave me some like points to back up why he is one of the greatest of all time. And the biggest, biggest thing that is that he markets the game so well, and he's just a fun, energetic player. I love what he loves the game. Every goal he scores, it's like his last, like he's won the Stanley cup with that goal. And that to me is something that I try to do myself. And I found like, you have to enjoy the game. Like you, players, you don't see them really enjoy the game that much outside of like, you know, they, they seem very monotone. They seem like, like, yeah, like they're very just, boring. Like, yeah. Very boring. Very like, they're just, yeah. Like, all about, all about hockey. All about hockey, like yeah, pucks in deep, chip and chase, like gotta you know throw pucks in the net. that that kind type of cliche interview. Always not like that. Always and Suvan is too. But anyways, this is about Ovechkin, um, and that's the thing. Ovi's very good at making the game seem fun, and he's been good at that his whole career. And that to me is a big you know big thing for for me. And again, it should be for the NHL as well in terms of their marketability. Is that he's a fun player and if the NHL wants to grow the game outside, you need to put emphasis on him because he is fun and he puts the puck in the net and he does it a lot. So, so I have, I have some stats for you, if you like. Uh, so Ovi has, uh, I, I think as of right now, as we're recording this on Friday night, uh, 724 career goals, which wow. puts him seven behind Marcel Dion for fifth all time. And Gretzky has 894. So he's 170 back uh, from Gretzky as we record this. It's a fascinating debate because I, I think Crosby's the better player. I think Crosby, I, I don't know that he's more talented. And I can't say, I, I can't say that Crosby is the MVP of his team, although you can make a great argument for Crosby being the MVP of his team, but in comparison to Ovechkin, where Ovechkin has been the Capitals for the last 15 years, yeah, it's not really a debate. The, the, the other thing, I, I've always been an Ovechkin. I think you and I have both been like Ovechkin fans as kids. Like I think you and I both love, love Ovechkin growing up. And part of it was because of the fact that Ovi had a reputation and, and this is something that's going to be talked about. Like when you and I are like 20 years older and both of them are both Crosby and Ovechkin are retired. And we're going to talk about this yep. as we, as we become adults where Ovechkin had the reputation as someone who um, could never win, could never get over into the hump, could never, could never win a championship. Yep. Uh, he, he took too many shots. He was a puck hog. Um, and his style of play would never went like those were the conversations that were being yeah, had and absolutely. and the old school hockey community is just like well he's got to pass the puck more because he's like wait, taking way too many shots and it's just like the dude's role is to score that's yeah. his primary 
target and, and, and goal every game is to literally score, score goals. It's, it's a stupid argument asking him to not take so many shots because you're not yeah. going to get as many goals. Exactly, yeah. And, and, and he was too flamboyant for a lot of people when he was like a young guy who was doing all the celebrations and having all this fun and doing all this sort of stuff. The old school hockey community had no idea how to react to him. So, I don't know. I, I've always liked Ovechkin. I thought he was one of the like most entertaining players probably like of my generation, maybe of all time in terms of just entertainment value. But Pure entertainment? Oh, 100%. I would pay hundreds of dollars to go watch Ovechkin play live. He's just, he's electric. And that's, you know, Crosby, again, don't get me wrong. Crosby brings that electricity in how he plays, but he doesn't, by example, he doesn't throw his play. Ovechkin's very like, you know when he's on the ice and you know he just commands that presence and he's very, but especially when he scores, like you, you just know when he scores. The other thing I want to mention with Crosby is yeah. he obviously has not, like he has, uh, what about like 250 less goals than Ovechkin does, but he's also played 160 less games. And I'm just looking at the Dubinsky image that he showed. Yeah. Like Crosby, the unfortunate part with Crosby is that we, we missed out on about two years, two, two prime years of Crosby because of injury. Because of his concussions. Because of concussions and all the other shit that he had going on. So that obviously... Yeah doesn't help the other thing i i don't know if it gets talked about enough or maybe we should talk about it more is the olympic goal that he scored in 2010 I I, plenty but it's again that was that was his career defining moment get rid of all the selling cups get rid of if he wins like six selling cups that will still be the defining moment of his career without a doubt see because it's just so and I'm not even like I'm American. I'm not trying to be like anti-Olympic goal or whatever. Like like Crosby scored the game-winning goal. It was a great moment. It was probably the most iconic moment the last decade of hockey. I'd say since 2000, easily. Yeah, probably since 2000, since the 2002 Olympics. It's probably been the most the most iconic moment. Yeah. And I I don't know. I mean, that's probably going to help his legacy. Even if even if Crosby doesn't score that goal, he's still probably a Hall of Famer. And an all-time great player. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and it's unfortunate because Ovechkin hasn't had that Olympic success. He 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 hasn't had that same. And I mean, very rarely are you going to get that golden gold that Crosby got. But in terms of even getting an, uh, to a gold medal, Ovechkin hasn't had that international. Um, I think he has. He probably has. A, I think he has a silver at 06, maybe. I, we'll have to check that. But yeah. Either way, his point is, is that his Olympic and his inter, even just his international track record isn't the same as Crosby's, which is definitely a big factor when you consider Crosby versus Ovechkin. I think another thing that may seem very obvious, but we haven't even talked about yet, is that the, the fact is they play different positions. Yeah, I mean, Crosby being the, the top center in hockey, like, for many years, probably many years, yeah. for many years. And then Ovechkin probably being the top winger in hockey for many years. Yeah. But again, the point is that they do play different positions and it's very, it's hard to compare between positions because you're not going to see like Crosby is sure a better all around player, but he plays a more all around position. Right. It's again, how many Selkie winners are have been wingers in the NHL? Like maybe two or three ever, maybe 
again, yeah. again, you know, like it's, you, you, don't, you just don't see it. So you're not going to see, again, Crosby hasn't won any Selkies, but point, point being that you, you made a point earlier about him being a better all-around player. That's true. That's, I believe that as well. But can Crosby score and entertain like Ovechkin can? No, not, this, not to the same level. That well, that's the issue with Ovechkin is that um, the debate going back, like like let's say like the late two thousands when they were going against each other in the playoffs, like for many years, and and I guess the early tens, where people are just like you couldn't. There was the argument about you could build a team around Crosby, you can't build a team around Ovechkin. Sure. And I mean, I I part of that I think it's just. Pittsburgh also had Marc-Andre Fleury. They also had Evgeny Malkin, yeah. Chris Letang. All of those guys are arguably better than anybody Ovi's played with. The debate can be had. That's you, a whole you, can make an ar- you can make an argument. Yeah, sure. Okay, so, yeah. Yep. Oh, of those four players, yeah. So that's why I, I like... Personally, I would probably, like, in their prime, I would probably want Ovi on my team more than Crosby because you're getting goals. Yeah. I feel like Crosby's the better all-around, all better player. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I there's not a lot to say because, obviously, both – look at their resumes. Like, you know, like, there has yeah. – like, everything that's been said about them has been said about them. I don't yeah. need to add anymore. When it's when it's all said and done, Ovi and Crosby, like if you make a twelve forward, six defenseman, two goalie roster of the best all time players, those two guys are on it without a doubt, without even hesitation. In my mind, two of the greatest players of, of my generation since I've been born, since I've been watching hockey, th- those are two of the best guys I've oh, watched. Easily, yeah, for sure. And uh, I back. Yeah, we'll just quickly mention uh, back to the point about Ovechkin being entertaining is that yeah. he's way more physical than Crosby is. You don't see Crosby throwing hits. He, he's fought I, three times ever. I feel like Ovi also, that's like, he's done more of that as he's got older. Like, I feel like that wasn't so much. I mean, it was a bit of his game before, but now that he's got older, he's throwing more checks and he's putting his body on the line more too. Which I think a lot of that has to do with the change of the European game to the North American game. And that is that he is, he is, let's not forget, look at his numbers. He's 6'3", 230 plus pounds. Also, I don't think. I, I also, I was gonna say, I don't think Ovi gives as much of a fuck anymore. I think he just wants to win. I don't think he cares. I think he just uh, he'll do whatever it takes to win. Like now that he's got that 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 taste of winning a cup and you know having that victory, yeah, for sure. Oh, without a doubt, Crosby's got three. And anyways, yeah, it's it's a very good debate, and we could talk for hours and hours about it. But it's yeah, they're both two of the greatest of all time. Um, different positions, it's hard to compare them. Crosby better overall. Ovi's more entertaining, scores more goals. Dubinsky's an idiot. There you go. Uh, is he an idiot, though? I don't think he's an idiot. But, like, I don't know. It's very, like, he's, he started a debate. I just don't like how he said it. No, that, okay, no, that's a fair point. He could have phrased it better. I'll admit that. I, yeah, sorry. Let me take it back. He's not an idiot, but I just don't like how he phrased it. He could have done a better job of that. Um. I, 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 it should also be known. I think I've said this on the podcast before. I got an Ovechkin jersey. Um, it was meant to be for Christmas, but I think it came in January. Okay. And it was a, a white uh, uh, Capitals Ovechkin jersey. And he just got named the C. Um, at, like be, by the time my dad placed the order and by the time the jersey came, 
Ovi got named the captain of the team, so it came without a C, which I was, as a kid, I was upset because, like, it's not the proper authentic jersey now because he doesn't have a C. But actually, some people are like, that's actually kind of cool because, you know, you got the jersey before it's not a C. Before his captain, yeah, for sure. Um, That's pretty sick, actually. I didn't didn't know that. I I, I, I might have said that. What were you going to say? We could put the C on for you if you want. I mean, I'm I'm getting your your blasted jersey done, so – yeah, how's that going, by the way? You're treating that well, I hope. It's good, yeah. Um, it's uh, getting done right now. When I work in two weeks from tomorrow, I will. Uh, it, it should hopefully be done. If not, well, I guess we'll be have to take a road trip out to Kelowna. So. I, I don't mind that. Um, go party with everybody else that's partying in Kelowna. Speaking of done, uh, the Manners are down three runs in the bottom of the ninth. Two outs, two strikes to Louise Torrens. Hey, by the way, Giants Mariners, Saturday selections. I haven't posted it yet, but it will be posted. You're going to do that later? Okay. Um, Again, I like to talk, I want to talk about baseball more, but it doesn't do well for us numbers wise. Your Blue Jays have been doing okay. They have a good team this year. Springer's on the the 10 day injured list right now, but once he's back, full engine. We're uh, raring to go. And the boys, the boys will be good this year. As long as their pitching holds up, I think we'll be looking at a playoff spot. It's, it's a wagon for the Blue Jays is what I'm hearing. You know, yeah, I think this is the playoff year. And I think the next couple years will be because the thing is they're young. They've got star talent and they've got guys that are young and stars too. Once they need another pitcher, once they get another starter, maybe some a solid bullpen guy, it's all systems go for the Jays. And they just need to get injury luck, like, you know, lack of injuries, sorry, like not get any injuries and – um, good matchups and guys that get hot that shouldn't. And if they have that, they'll, they'll rule the AL. I don't doubt that for a second. And the Manners struck out. So uh, it's uh, it's great. Manners are looking really good. Um, they won the first game, which is what counts, right? Exactly. Um, so, so pretty much, uh, in case you don't know, for the rest of SYP, so pretty much Scott and I were just trying to get rid of like get through school here and then we're going to have more content coming out in the summer. Still looking at a golf tournament. Things are kind of on caution, yellow light here with COVID here in BC and how everything's looking. Um, I, I, I don't know how uh, the golf tournament's going to look yet, but uh, we were discussing, well, I was having a, a comment uh, chat back and forth with keep our fitness. Is that his actual username? That's one of his accounts, yeah. He has, he has a few accounts. But that's one How many accounts does he have? Well, apparently he has three. Two of them people know about. The other one, I'm going to let him tell you. It's a secret. I'm not going to... a spam account? I don't know if it's a spam account. I don't want to spoil anything. If you if you want to ask Keith, ask Keith. But I'm not going to say anything. That's my brother, so I'm not going to do anything to help to... Yeah, he can tell you about it if he wants to tell you about it. So. Interesting. Um... But yeah, two, two we, were discuss- we were discussing about golf and he was saying um, we have to see on the actual course who had, who is better. Cause I said to him, I, I'm, I think he might be better than me. It might be a wash. That's up for debate. I'm playing golf with Keith tomorrow. So I will uh, be the judge of that tomorrow. Be sure to put that on the, uh, on the story for some hashtag content. Oh, of course you already know it's going to, it's getting on there um so yeah we're gonna get get the golfing tournament going uh we might do olympics too we'll see how the rest of it goes um 
what uh, what else do you want to talk about for the uh, uh, shithousery podcast? Oh, uh, in case you're wondering, uh, what are you drinking, by the way? Because I'm drinking a, a nice can of Heineken here. Heineken? So we're going, again, you know, COVID lockdown Ooh. here in BC again. We're going local. North Yard Sutter. My mom brought it up for me a couple days ago, and um, it's taste from home. It's very good, actually. I'll have to get it again. It's a grapefruit hop cider. North Yard Cider. Go check it out. It's uh industrial park somewhere it's gonna be it's kind of behind um not mountain fitness but like whatever like whenever you're driving if you're driving north is that on queensway if you're driving north on the back road and mm -hmm. before mountain fitness it's like right in behind in that yeah set of buildings like kind of by backcountry brewing yes kind of by backcountry brewing there you go on your way so if, that, if, if that's not great directions i don't know what is it's like before uh mountain fitness essentially. hey that's elite elite uh geographic memory there good sir uh i would i would buy more north yard cider but it's so expensive so shout out yeah. to your mother for buying that like it's expensive. i know she was nice she was nice to me i guess i was behaving i don't know maybe, maybe you were um yeah i don't i don't mind north yard cider i it's amazing like compared uh by the time i left uh after graduation to now and seeing how many more restaurants and shops have opened Oh, it's crazy. Dude, Squamish is going nuts. I've only yeah. been back for like a total of like eight months in the last three years since I've, you know, I've been to visit the odd time, but it just hasn't yeah. been often, right? And yeah, it's the town. Oh, it's crazy. It's exciting. Like, it's exciting. But again, like, you know, doing our own thing and we're, we're in different life and yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, like, I don't remember, like, North Yards being a thing. I feel like Backcountry was a thing when I... Backcountry was a thing, oh, for sure. Yeah, Backcountry um, And then what, what's the what's the, what's the the jumping place, the, the trampoline place? Oh, the Air House. Air House, that a, yeah. That was, that, route, that was a I thing. Think. And um, basically all the industrial park, I feel like, has exploded with, like, DQ and the Domino's yeah. and all that. A lot of it has. I actually just, just thought about this. How many people from our grad class have you talked to? I'm just curious, like, what the number is. Or like they hung out, like that's, you've like seen or hung out with, or I don't know. Just that like, I, okay, so that's a good question. So I they, feel like oh. that I feel like that number is between people that I've actually talked to. Yeah, sure. I I feel oh. like it's between maybe twenty to thirty to forty. Out of two, uh, if that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of all the people. Like obviously, it's been years, but yeah, for sure, yeah. And then the people I've actually hung out, I don't know what hanging out is but i've at least like had coffee with at least half a dozen yeah okay there you go yeah i just i'm just um, curious because it's again it's been now almost yeah three years since we graduated and, uh, uh, it, and if you don't so basically if you don't know my backstory so pretty much uh we graduated in 20 tw june 2018 was almost peak biggie that's a hot take but um <laughs> so pretty much i went to the uh the mem cup in 2018 in regina i missed school for that uh we I, I had to come back because we had to do awards yeah right where we had scholarship night or one or the other uh yeah. also my award i got was top business student and i got the big plaque and i was not expecting the big plaque which is pretty fucking cool um that was a big night yeah that was huge yeah big well you, obviously you got the biggest award of the night wow. Anyways, yeah, that and was that, that was a good night. And then uh, in pretty much like the week after we graduated, I just left and went to Vic and then lived there for the summer to go be with the Shamrocks. Shamrocks, yeah, Victoria, yeah. 
so it's been yeah busy busy times for both of us and uh yeah viewers if you don't know yeah i same you know graduated with ian as well and with a bu bunch of the bunch of our, our loyal followers so shout out to y'all we love we love you so much um but yeah I've, I've traveled to what six countries since i graduated six uh, i've only been to three in my life well, you were you were in Japan last year. That was big. Two years ago, two years ago, twenty nineteen, oh, year and a half. Wow. Yeah, that was oh, that was a big trip for you. That was your first time crossing the pond. Yeah. It? There you go. Going to Japan, and then we're looking at France in a few years for the next Rugby World Cup. Also, the other thing, I don't know if we've said this on the podcast before, but we're excuse me, looking to go to Edmonton. Probably going to go to Edmonton for juniors if that's. Uh, possible for uh, fans and whatnot yeah it might be a little roadie a little, little roadie. through the snow out there and we got we got some people to stay with which is good uh big plans for syp maybe or maybe we'll take a cheap flight on swoop at christmas time good luck i don't think so dude have you, you you've seen like swoops like 60 bucks a person man cheap airlines i don't know if you get a seat but you at least get 60 dollars to fly to edmonton Hey, I've never flown Swoop. I've flown like WestJet Air Canada, but if it works, it works, I, right? Hot take: I hate Air Canada. Air Canada's ass. That's honestly not even hot. That's a fact, right there. WestJet is a far superior airline in yep. terms of domestic flights in Canada. International Air Canada is okay. I will say that. Uh, I when I so basically I took when I went to Japan. I took Japan Airlines. Cool. Probably the most pleasant flight experience I've ever had in my life. Got two free meals hot meals that's cool. got, got the whatever thing you put around your neck the neck oh neck yes uh, like a travel pill yeah yeah shout out japan nice. airlines i hope they've sponsored this podcast uh but air canada is actually like shit hey there you go fair enough we'll have to, we'll have to uh, send out a poll air canada or WestJet. i i would much rather do WestJet. well there you go but hey let's let the viewers describe uh determine that for us where all have you been in canada by the way that's a really good question I, I like to ask people like where have they been because i mean i've been to a couple of different spots in canada yeah probably not as much as you have um, no i haven't been to many either like my, my family's always like big international travelers right mm -hmm. so um in terms of in canada well i've been i'll just go quickly to bc like obviously lower mainland the okanagan uh kootenays as well uh, i went to terrace for provincials one year Went to Haida Gwaii a couple couple times. My dad worked got work up there, so he brought me up for a couple couple trips. That was a good time. Um, Rock Mountains, Alberta. Where else have I been? Uh, in Saskatchewan, like middle of nowhere, a little farmstead, just like camped out there for a couple of days. In two six two times, and next summer we'll be doing that too. Oh yeah. Um, shout out, be... shout out Sasky by the way. I've been to Regina, so shout out Sasky. There you go. But it wasn't like butt fuck cold. It was like minus 20 when you're there. Well, that's what I'm afraid when we go to Edmonton. Like, I'm going to hate Edmonton because it's going to be so fucking cold. Yeah, you are you hate the cold. I hate the cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the, not, this, not this past time when I was in Kelowna, but the last time we did a, UBC ta a UBCO takeover, and it was like minus 10 all week I was there. Straight up not having a good time, bro. I hate the fucking cold. Bro, come on. That was a good weekend. That was a that fucking was cold week. Every time I went outside, I, I regretted it. Um, Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> You're so soft. Oh, fuck. You can, you can handle the cold. You're going to live in Arizona when you're 60 years old. I can guarantee it. You're going to go to 
U, U of A uh, football games, play golf after the game. It get cold in Tucson too, by the way. Like I, well, I think I, my, I, yeah, it's the desert. I realize that, but it's not as cold as Kelowna is. Or my dad Tucson. has seen snow when he lived in Tucson. Really? Uh, um, was there you go. Uh, but no, I can't. I'm not excited for the cold. But um, I was gonna say I need to travel around BC more. I've been to the, I've been to the Yukon. I've been to Dawson. Dawson's cool. That's pretty sick, actually. Uh, highly recommend Dawson. Do you get uh, the, like the midnight sun, like twenty four hour day? I don't remember staying up that late to see it, but it's definitely like it's definitely like there's brightness at like ten at night. Cool. That's that's uh, very cool, actually. That it's uh and, and one like some of the greatest like driving roads too, and some you know picturesque views, of course. Oh, it's, oh, it's open road the whole way. It's pretty like, much. Yeah, that's so sick. Um, been to Saskatchewan. Uh, my one time I've been to Alberta, I think I've said this on the podcast, my one time to Alberta was a layover in Calgary from LA to Van, uh, where I had to go across all three terminals to get to the uh, WestJet flight to Vancouver. So that was really yeah. fucking cool. Any of, our, any of our Calgary viewers will attest to that. It's That airport is kind of ridiculous when you're transferring mm-hmm. domestic to international or vice versa. Like, it's stupid. It literally is stupid. Well kind of a shitty airport also um canadian border guards are worse than american border guards uh, and, and why do you think that why uh because i think canadians i think that's part of how they're taught is to be tough on people also the american way is like oh this guy's got an american passport this guy's cool plus i'm also a white male so that probably helps in getting in and out of the states uh but god canadians are so fucking brutal when it comes to the border guards. Is that because you have an American passport? I have a Canadian passport, I know, too. I, you do both. I know you do. You're, I, you're I just feel like the Canadian one, every time I come back into Canada, I just feel like I get like a hard time or like it's more difficult than it needs to be every time I come back into Canada. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I don't know. Again, I'm a Canadian citizen. I've never had that issue. But I've heard a lot of, well, again, I, when I went through uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor, good airport. Yes, but, yes, I can vouch uh, Sky Harbor. Yeah, both both ways. I got screened. I got screened for uh, something. I'm not sure. For what drugs, it was, but... for uh, transferring cocaine across the line. What's this thing with me and cocaine? Everybody... <laughs> look at your shirt. You look like fucking Bradley Cooper in The Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> do I look like for real? Do I look like Bradley Cooper? That's a huge compliment if I do. You wish. Yeah, I do wish actually. Yeah. So I get a lot of um, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, that's a good one, actually. I've never heard that, but now that you mentioned it, that's a good one. Yeah, I get Jimmy Fallon a lot. I also get uh, Ted Mosby from High My Mother. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Play title. Scott looks like Jimmy Fallon. No cap. <laughs> I, I might. Um, yeah. Fucking got the good one. I don't – people, I mean – yeah, who do you look like? Kyle Dubas? Kyle Dubas is the one that like jumps out to me. So uh, when I was covering Giants games or going to Giants games for a while there, yeah. uh, before, you know, COVID, um, yeah. there was one guy who would like always ask me, like, how are you doing today, Mr. Dubas? Or how are you going to re-sign these players, Mr. Dubas? And, and I'm just like, God damn it, do I really look like him that much? The glasses are like spot on, I must say. Glass- well, and I need to get a haircut. Okay, well, yeah, of course. Glasses and a haircut, and then I look like fucking Kyle Dubas. Yeah, I don't think Kyle Dubas is the guy to wear a hat, but 
Anyway, I think he might like if he went to a Blue Jays game. He definitely feels like someone who would wear like a, a Jays cap. That's different though. He's part of MLSC. He kind of has to. Well, Jays I, isn't part of MLSC. Jays are, Jays are, but I know. The point is, they're still Toronto sports franchise. So, um, Kyle Dubas is one that I get quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think of who else do I who I get comp to a lot. Um, What's his name from uh, Bare Naked Ladies, the band? Fuck, I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head. Like uh, the... Stephen Stephen Page. I don't know who that is. Uh, I'll just I'll send you a I'll send you a, a photo and um, put it in chat here. Um, yeah, Stephen Page. I get that one quite a bit from uh, Bare Naked Ladies, but it, it's mostly the uh, it's mostly the Kyle Dubis Kyle Dubis comp. Yeah, Kyle Dubis I... is closer. I think that's a that would be a good comparison right there. Yeah, that's that's what I, I, I get a lot. Um, Boomer Ian is struggling to figure out. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see if I can send. Oh, send. Yeah. There you go. Um, so pretty much that I get that kind of uh, comp with Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies. Um, There's a bit of resemblance there, but Kyle Dubas is. It basically is just dude with gla- dudes with glasses. It's literally just any dude with glasses that I, I I'll get comp to. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's uh, I mean, that's valid. So, um, yeah. So pretty much, I got to get a haircut. Probably not wear a hat, and then I could be the GM of the Maple Leafs. Okay, I was gonna say before uh, Dubis was there, I'd say anyone could be the GM of the Maple Leafs, but Dubis has done a good job with the Leafs. I like Dubis, and not so just because, and not just because I look like him. Like I actually think he's been yeah. doing like a, a, a pretty decent job at handling no, all of well, it. He has for sure. And again, you look at the team now; they're. I don't want to say they're Stanley Cup or bust, but they're built to win. They're. It's, it, I think it's Stanley Cup or bust this year. Maybe if as long as they go far in the playoffs, then they'll be good. Like then the Leafs will be happy. I think. That's probably fair. You can't, you can't build Rome overnight. It's. I mean, okay, yeah, they they've been building for years now, but point is, like, you're not going to get all these guys and like win that year. Like, it might have to be a. You, you know, it might have to be like they might have to change a piece out, they might have to trade, I don't know, Nylander for someone or who knows, whatever. Anyways, they're they're looking good this year and they might win the cup, they just might, but we'll see. I'm I'm, I'm kind of rooting for them. I mean, I, I was not to make this a whole hockey pod, but it feels like all the, the top the, the four teams in Canada are, are pretty well set. Um, I think so too, yeah, especially and, now with Montreal getting having like four games in hand. And the Canucks are, I mean, they're on break right now, of course. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And Cal- Calgary hasn't, Calgary's the only team that can really challenge, at this point, that can really challenge Montreal. And there is an, I, I want to say again, I don't want to make this a whole hockey thing. There's an argument to be made that Calgary's got worse with Sutter. I don't think I it's been great. He's not used to the coaching style yet. I think that's part of it. Probably. He's a, I think he's the kind of coach you need a full season with him and a good full training cap and proper, like, you know, get the right um, players in that, in that dressing room, in that locker room for him to use. And again, it's, yeah, it's very, it's very hard with coming in mid season in a pandemic as well. Right. It's yeah. It's just, yeah. So. It's uh, it's super lit as it the, is, uh, yes. as the kids used to say. Or still do say, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah, I don't know what the kids still, say. Still, still do say. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. But. I feel like you know more than I. You're you're more um, 
you you talk to more of the people you know the young people of today than I do where I just spent I think two hours with my grandparents today uh discussing uh my speaking of which my grandfather I was reading a a National Geographic magazine that he had from uh, March of 1936. Oh that's kind of cool what was it about? So pretty much in the in the National Geographic, they were talking about the, uh, the the gold rush in California. I think it was like 50 years afterwards. Uh, but what was fascinating in that National Geographic was the advertising, and a lot of it was promoting uh, like cruise ships or like traveling to Europe. Interesting. Okay. And that that sort of jazz of why would you want to go from New York to Edinburgh when you can go from Montreal to Edinburgh via the St. Lawrence Seaway? And it saves like a, a, a fucking 300 kilometer trip or whatever. I don't know how the map, I don't know how the map. Ne- yeah, that difference is really negligible. It's not a lot. I guess back in the, back then, that would back be. Back then. Big. It, yeah, and that's, it, good that's good point. And then it was showing um, you could get, uh, well, fuck, what were the prices? First class, I think it was like $480. First class um, cabin on a ship from Montreal to Edinburgh. That's not, that's cheap. That's, I could afford that. I could probably afford that. And then I think like uh, second class was like 285. Yeah. So it was, it's amazing. Maybe I'm just the one who's fascinated by this, but just the actual like history and seeing the advertising and, you know, where the history was back. Hey, okay. Top business student. Let's see your marketing skills right now. That's why you're interested. You know, big, big award a couple years ago and. Now, are you now, are you saying the hype is getting to me? I never said that. I'm just saying that you're good at what you do and you you have a good brand. Um, almost at 480 followers at this point, which is sick. So, but by the way, I'm uh, I'm I'm supposed to speak with Armin tomorrow. Okay. On Saturday, uh, speaking of business and um, question. So pretty much, we're supposed to start the meeting at one o'clock my time tomorrow. Yes. How late do you think he's going to be for that meeting? Well, he's probably going to show up half an hour late. Because <laughs> for him, it's so Edmonton's mountain time zone. So again, it's an hour, hour ahead there. So that's two o'clock for him. So if it's 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, that's, the, that's what you've scheduled for your meeting. Yes, yeah, one o'clock my time, Pacific time. Okay, he'll show up half an hour late because he's just good at showing up. So he'll show up at 2.30. So and in, in essence, an hour and a half late like if it if he's a one o'clock meeting but it's obviously for him it's only half an hour because it's 2 p.m so yeah he'll show up at 125 130 roughly can't wait to see how that goes tomorrow i can't wait to see it either he's uh yeah i don't want to he's got some good stories for me i can't wait to see him this summer um, do you have a what, do you have a good armin story do I have a good Armin story? Um, I may need like a topic to like get this going. We've been on a few bike rides and there was a few times where he went down the wrong, the wrong way. And I was yelling at him like for, for like a few seconds. Here in, here in Squamish. Oh, here in, yeah, in Squamish. Yeah. In Squamish, a few bike rides. And he was going the wrong. I'm like, I was yelling at this kid. He just couldn't hear me. I'm like, like, Armin, what are you doing? Like yelling at him, like top of my lungs. And, and then he finally gets to the bottom. He's like, oh, oops. And he turns out, I'm like, yeah, good, good going, buddy. Good going. So now, then we had to climb all the way back up this hill and to go back down the other hill. Like it was, yeah, 
bit of a bit of a goofball that guy is. But um, good good Armin stories. My I, so my so my best Armin story. So this was grade uh, twelve, I think this was. Okay. Uh, this was around. It might have been the last day before winter break, grade twelve. Okay. Absolutely snowy day. Sure. Like powder, lots of snow. Yeah. I was I, I, I was driving uh, my my Jeep Cherokee that I had, uh, my green rust bucket. Let's tell a story about my uh, road test after. And we'll tell that after. Yeah, so after. pretty much uh, uh, at lunch hour, Armin and I were like the first people to go at lunch hour. Like literally we made plans where I got to take him downtown to the um, school district office because he had papers that he had to deliver. Okay. So pretty much we were the first people because it had been snowing all morning. Right. And we were the first people to leave and we were creating the tracks from the snow to go downtown. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, as I'm pulling out of the school and people who probably most of the people who are listening know how like you pull out of the like the school parking lot, you go down and then you take a left and then you take whatever is that government. I don't know what road that is. That's you go Buckley Avenue. Yeah, Buckley, anyway, yeah. You, yeah. You, you're going to take a left and you're going to go to downtown Squamish. So I pulled out. I don't know what happened. I guess I slipped uh, like black ice, did a full 360 uh, <laughs> like spinorama on the road in the, like in the middle of the road. There was no yeah. traffic. Luckily, it was just myself. I literally, this was not intentional. I swear Armin can back me up on this. I just spun my car and then I fortunately landed back in the direction to go downtown. That's convenient. With the police, <laughs> but there's a police car right at like the bus stop oh, that's at no squamish way. elementary and i saw him come like i saw him as i was leaving like again not trying to impress anybody spinorama luckily the cop either didn't see us or he didn't stop us but i drove by and that was like one of the scariest things where <laughs> i did a spinorama in the snow on the middle of the street uh last day before christmas break uh, little break tokyo off. drift action there a little tokyo <laughs> drift action with armin that's and we crazy. were, we, I had to stop for a second because I was pretty scared. And he was like, Jesus, that was awesome. I remember you telling me about that. That was, yeah. Fuck, and there was nobody, like, there was nobody else. Like, it was literally, yeah. I think it was just Armin and I who saw me do the spin. That's um, wild. So, so talk about uh, you passing your driver's test with my Jeep, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was with your Jeep. So, uh, viewers, I did fail a road test. It's if you haven't taken your test, it's okay. You're allowed to fail. It helps you get better. Anyways, I yeah, I crushed it the last time, the next time. So this is like January. It's like early January, January third. I think the day was. I failed my first road test, and I t- got one like a month and a half later. And we get we get to the ICBC dealership and pull up in my mom's truck, which is suitable for um you know doing the road test. Mm-hmm. And there's a crack in the windshield, and it's like it's the smallest it could be to be like ineligible to drive. So there's, I have like half an hour to find a new vehicle to drive. And at this point I'm like, I'm, I'm like screwed. Cause I, I don't know who's around. Ian at the time was working at club flex still works there, by the way. Mm-hmm. Good, good gym. Go check it out. It's a shameless plug. Um, better, better than mountain fitness. Hot take. That's a debate for later. Anyways, better than mountain fitness. Moving on. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so we go, go over to, and luckily Ian's got his Jeep there. And Ian's Jeep, if anyone's been in it, it's what, late, like late 90s build? Late 90s. It's probably about the same age as I am, if not older. So it's, at the time, it was a 20-year-old Jeep. Yes. And it, 
barely passed the initial inspection. Yes, so I it, it, just just for the record, I didn't take my driving test in that Jeep. I bought that Jeep after I got my license. Just little FYI. So this is the first road test. It's the first time I ever drove it. First road test ever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where the parking brake was at first, mm-hmm. which did was it was not easy to find. Anyways, um, so ended up doing the test, and it was there was snow on the road. A bit of a bit of an adventure, but sure enough, I passed and. I will, I will forever thank Ian for letting me pass. Because if I didn't find a vehicle, I would have had to reschedule and it would have been at least three months until I got my license. It's ins- if you don't know, it's insane trying to book a driver's test here in Squam. In this province. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, in this province. So, yeah, um, One of the greatest stories about that Jeep, the other great story about that Jeep was uh, my brother uh, who, used it, who had that Jeep after I moved to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to take it to an oil change to get it done at Canadian Tire here. And Canadian Tire politely said to him, you are driving a metal death trap. Uh, we will not touch this vehicle. Wow. And, and Neil's like, well, guess I'm not getting an oil change. Um, <laughs> and that vehicle essentially was sold for scraps. Wow. So what was wrong with it? Do you know? Do you know? It was fucking old. Like that. It was just an old, it was yeah. an old beat up, like very yeah. used Jeep. But was there I anything? How, I can't remember how many, like, I think it was like 300,000 K left, like on okay. it by the time it was scrapped. Right. But like, was there anything like particularly wrong with it? Or it was just like, just, just cause it was old. That's it. Probably just cause it was old and wow. just out, out of, out of date. Um, I, well, I drove multiple times to Vancouver and back with that yeah. Jeep, by the way. Yeah. Um, hey, pretty, pretty cool the Jeep's sitting downstairs. That's 378,000 kilometers on it. Still runs like a dream. And, and which SYP creator Keith says you need to take the doors off that. Oh, the door. Don't worry. The doors and the roof are coming off at some point in the summer. Um, don't worry. Uh, Keith knows they're, they're coming off. There's so something. yeah, so basically, yeah, Armin stories that turned into Jeep stories. I'm trying to think if there's any other really. It's amazing. It's funny, it's funny that connection because Armin's Armin wants to be a Jeep guy. Well, Armin wants to be a boat guy. Yeah, that's the problem with Armin. He wants to be a boat guy. That's um, also true. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, it's actually amazing how much I don't I don't remember from high school. Yeah. I like I I can't i i really don't remember much like it's been three years now um do you miss it that's the real question do you miss it a little bit because i did fuck all yeah i mean my routine for most of grade 12 actually most of high school really was just going to work um playing xbox working out yeah yeah you were squatting like two plates or was it more maybe three plates maybe close to four at some close point to, need to get back yeah. into that yeah um, there you go i don't i i don't have many other good high school sto- the other good high school story i really could tell was the halloween party at my place <laughs> that was grade 11 wasn't it or was it grade 12? Oh, grade 11 i think that was grade 12 i might have, i wasn't there it would have been grade 11 it was 11 if i was there i honestly can't remember because was, we was it the one we're thinking that you're thinking of? Well, we were at Skyler's beforehand. Oh, that was great. That wasn't Halloween. That was like September. Was it September? I'm pretty sure it was Halloween. I was, that wasn't even in October. Yeah. I remember that. It was like late September. Anyways. What's the Halloween party that I don't remember in grade 11? That was when, uh, 
certain six foot four Mr. 90 Degrees. Oh, oh, that Halloween party. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking you were talking about. But. No, I was thinking about the other Halloween, but that's actually a good one. Um, where we can can we say his name, or do you want to throw his name under the bus? No, or? let's let's leave the name out. Let's leave uh, the name. The, the original Halloween party I was referring to is when we went to um, first this kid named Skyler, who I don't even remember. I don't even know. I, I'm not sure if yeah. he even lives here. I, I don't he even remember. He moved to me. Whistler and he was like, he plugged on his like, so he like, yo, party my place. Like, bring everyone. And, and, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. I just remember, I think it was you or who were we hanging Was it maybe Armin we were hanging out with who said we had to go to Skyler's? I think it was me. Probably you who said we're going to Skyler's this kid in the Highlands and we're gonna party yeah. at his house. Yeah, and what everyone went. It was it was a huge party. It was like at least it eight. was way too big for that kid's house. <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. It was it was really absolutely ridiculous. And I think the uh yeah, there was it was like weird because it was on like a I remember it was like the house was here, like here, and then like the backyard, and then it was like a straight rock cliff and people were Yeah, climbing. there was like a whole rock face in his backyard. And people were climbing up, and I think it was it had just rained so people were like slipping down it and yeah it was just it was it was what you it was probably the closest thing to like a project x that i had ever like been to it was what's project i don't know what project x is uh quick story massive party uh houses get burned down um it was like that sounds very dangerous it was very dangerous not not your scene anyways this it was one of the biggest parties that i've ever been to um but going back yeah so pretty much the halloween party we went to this kid skylar's house uh keith took his blender someone stole allegedly, a bike. allegedly come on allegedly allegedly stole a blender uh someone stole a bike i'm pretty sure <laughs> someone destroyed a, a staircase in the house i turned the thermostat i think up to 90 degrees fahrenheit while everyone oh, was, was you? yeah that was me who was vaping and smoking in the house i turned it up to 90 degrees fahrenheit um and then we left and went back to my place. And then there must have been 20 people who showed up to my place after. Uh, oh, more. There was at least 30. Yeah. I remember that, cool. that too. Yeah. And the cops actually rolled by your house too. I remember this. And you were I like, think so. Yes. That sounds right. They rolled by, but everyone was good about being quiet, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. So shout out. We, you know, Ian, we, you know, you and I, we have good friends. So shout out to the, shout out to the boys. Shout out to everyone. Good job. Uh, keep quiet. And... I'm trying to think. And I'm trying to think if there's any other. I don't remember. I was never much of a partier in high school, so I don't remember many. I can't tell many good high school party stories. A lot of them were river parties, and like the well, the no, and the other thing was that um, was uh, we went to uh, a, a certain person's house who lived in the Highlands here in Squamish, who would always throw, who would semi regularly throw parties, and they would always be underwhelming um, in their basement. If you know who I'm talking about. Tell me after. Anyways, okay. oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I do know. Yeah, yes, yeah. where we would, they would go to that person's house, and it would be very underwhelming. Parties. Right. Well, again, that's it's hard to when your parents are home, or it's hard to when you know it's hard. Like again, that, then, you that was, then you shouldn't be hosting a party. Well, that's just it, right? It's very unless like yeah, it's very hard to do. Like you know, we have we have this image of like these big massive parties that people go to in the United States and to you know parties and wherever it's very that's just not how it is and that's not how canada is unless you unless you go to like some of the schools back east southern ontario is pretty nuts i think it's the west westerns the queens maybe not not queens but guelph um ryerson i've heard got some pretty good parties um yeah 
but not the same out in BC. And it's just, it's just a different scene, right? That's just it. So. And, and yeah, high high school parties. No, I don't remember many here. Um, trying to think, is there any any other good stories or any other throwback stuff that we? I mean, I can talk about my experience on a high school golf team and how underwhelming that was. Dude, you were sick. I think the only time I actually played on the team was first year grade ten. Yeah, you you were top five in that year. I think there was only five guys, wasn't there? You were still top five. <laughs> For real. Um, were, yeah, that was yeah that that was the year. Like our team was not super great that year, um, but we did we did get better. We got better every year, which was cool. So. Yeah, I could talk about high school golf team. Um, you were on other, it. Yeah. Any other big high? Sorry, me? You were on it. Like, you're on the team every single year. I technically you know? was, but I only played in, I think, in, like, grade 10. Right. Um, any other any other stories that you want to tell or any other uh, big things that you feel like? You were going to say something. You oh, well, I, I was going to say, I don't remember how good, like, the. I never played on the, other, like, grade 11 or 12. I just was there because I got extra, like, I got to go down to the course and get extra balls every once in a while or, and got so, a jersey. We went to provincials in grade 12. And then the year. And, the I, year, and I couldn't go to that because I was covering something. Or I was doing something else, like, if I remember. Because that was in Nanaimo, wasn't it? It was Nanaimo, yeah. Only the players that were playing were allowed to go. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was a good team. And I think we'll see some of those guys at the SYP golf tournament, hopefully, coming up. Um, yeah, some good, really, really good players. Um, it was fun. None of us really played that well, which was shitty, but um, it, was, it was still a fun course. I'd go back and play that course again, actually. It was kind of cool. So, um, yeah, anyways, that, so that was that was fun. Um, you were going to say something. I, I was going to say, I don't, I, do you have any other cool stories or, or high school mem- or anything worth really chatting about on a, on a uh, fuck around podcast? Because, I mean, uh, screw around pod, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything really eventful that I remember from uh, high school that was really cool or noteworthy. Even university has been kind of a, a lull. Yeah. Don't remember. You you haven't really had a campus life. That's the thing. You've never lived on campus. You've it's you've never been a lot. No my no my my peak campus life was being invited to a party uh, that I didn't get to go to because I wasn't there. That okay. was that was peak. Uh, that was peak Biggie at SFU. At SFU, yeah. There Those you go. girls inviting me to a party that I didn't get to go to because I wasn't there. Why didn't you go? I was in Victoria. I was in Victoria. Oh, okay. You had other priorities, I guess. Then I was covering the Man Cup, bro. I was covering Lax. Hey, there you go. Was that the, no? It was last year? Tuesday. That was twenty nineteen. Okay, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Lax well. season coming back again, June. I'm gonna pull up the dates of what actually lack season starts. June 21st, I think. Nice. That's not. That's good. Yeah, bro. Assuming uh, we'll get hopefully some vaccinations in people's arms at that point, that would be ideal. Get some fans in the stands. Yeah, I don't even have a vaccine. Maybe I'll just go down to the states. And I'll just go get a vaccine because <laughs> why not? Are you allowed, like? Would you be able to? Is that uh, is that actually an option? I I watched a video one time. Uh, I, maybe like two months ago i watched a video of a doctor who said like if you were in like if you're a canadian in the states or if you're in the states Mm -hmm. get the vaccine you know why you know might as well while you're down there but don't specifically travel to the states for the vaccine yeah travel there to us but get it on your way yeah okay but if you're down there you might as well get it so it's like okay well fucking yeah i might as well just go down 
Well, I mean, I don't know. BC, the BC vaccine rollout's pretty good from what I've heard. So far. yeah, do you know that everybody on uh, on my um, my my grandparents, my mother, all been vaccinated, even even uh, healthcare workers. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know when they're gonna get their second dose, but yes. Uh, Still, the fact is they've got one in their arm, which is important. Now you get one and then get the others later. Uh, my brother That's says it. he's holding out for the AstraZeneca. I wouldn't do that about. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're gonna have a good chat when I'm back. We'll I'll order some top hat and I'll talk some sense into you. Uh, well, actually, the best part uh, right now as we're doing this, my brother, I think he's got an ulcer or he's got a canker sore or something in his mouth, which makes it a okay. bit tough to talk, a bit tough to speak. Yeah. Uh, so I've just been trying to make him laugh all night, <laughs> like just trying to piss him off. <laughs> I mean, you're good at that. Actually, I have some good stories about you and your brother. Oh, what are the good stories you have about uh, Neil and I? There's a few. So we might have been like I swear, I swear to God, if you bring up grade four baseball, I will. <laughs> I will slash your tires when you come back. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. I've told that on a pod before. You didn't get mad. Did you tell that on the podcast? I feel like we had that call. I feel like we would live that when we were golfing one time. Maybe, yeah. and I and I just I just let it all out to your dad on the golf course. Yeah, you actually went off. I actually went off. Like I've been trying to, yeah. But anyways, go on. What do you, what do you have to? So that's not my story, but that is funny. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, that yeah, that's a story for another pod. Um, so the story I have in mind, I think we were playing hockey. You were the tendy, and Neil and I were shooting on you. This would have been like you were ten years old. I don't don't even know if you remember this, but. There was a point, there was a point in time, I think Neil had like six or seven straight goals on you and you were getting increasingly mad. And I could just picture the smoke coming out of your ears. You were so fired up. And I think Neil said something to piss you off as he usually does. And I just have his image. You like, so he, he goes in the, and gets the ball out of the net and you like swing your goalie stick. You don't hit him in the head, but you like throw it at the garage door. Yeah, is, is that your grandparents? That feels, that feels, yeah, probably my grandparents. That feels like something, I, I don't remember that, but that feels like something yeah. I would have done as a kid. Yeah, that, I have that image like in my head so clear that you were doing that. I'm like, did you really just do that? I just, do you, I, do you, I do you know the story I have of uh, playing ball hockey with you? was uh i think you invited me to your birthday when i first moved here which is uh kind of a, a big big move on you inviting the new kid uh to your birthday party big step in the right hey, direction look where we are now anyway i was i was yeah and i was a goalie and i scored on uh, i was the goalie who scored at one end and i think that was the game-winning goal might have been two okay and i sc- i think i scored as the goalie and i thought i was like king shit because i yeah. just fucking scored uh finally asserting myself as who i am <laughs> this incredible goalie and then your dad brought up uh facts about all-time uh nhl goal- goalies who scored he did yeah right okay i yeah. don't i don't know that but I yeah, he, he pulled he pulled it up and he and he told us yeah probably billy smith in there um, ron hextall ron hextall yeah i think Broder too yeah Broder has a he's a couple i think yeah he's two- um, but yes, Rene was the re- most recent one. That was before all that. Yes. So, um, but yeah, that's, I did not school story actually. I remember that. Uh, the other story I remember, uh, I think it was at that same house I came to visit and we played um, uh, NHL Olympics on Wii. 
Or not um, NHL Olympics. We played Winter Olympics on Wii and we played the hockey. Dude, goaded. That's a goaded game. Anyone that has a Wii, go get that game. Go absolute goat game. Anyways. Do you remember what the, I remember at least one game we played? Do you remember what the result of it was? Well, there I have the other game in mind about the whole Jonathan Taves. I wasn't gonna bring that one up, but I was gonna bring up the uh time we played uh Winter Olympics on I don't Wii. remember this one. So I think you were winning three two. Oh, it was a close game. And then I scored with like two seconds left. Okay. And you were absolutely pissed that I scored with two seconds left. And it was a tie. It was a tie three three. So at least I salvaged something. Um, Who won the game? That was it was a tie. Oh right. It it just it just ended in a tie, and you like, I think you were winning for most of the game. Like I don't think I ever had a lead in the game. And I drove. I drove the play, and I yeah yeah. Anyways. Interesting. I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember that one either. But that was. Uh, yeah, I would get mad about that. Blowing. I was. Yeah, I would not be happy. With the Jonathan Taves one is also a great story. If you want to bring that one up. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Why not? Just bring it up. Just. Uh, just John, I beat you nine two. Eight four. Get the. Get your. Yeah. Phone. I can never. I can never what the. Uh, all I remember was Jonathan Taves uh, scoring more goals, scoring a touchdown. He scored seven goals and he scored more than your entire team. I can't remember what team you were. I just was in Blackhawks, and I got seven goals out of Jonathan Taves. So, viewers, this was two years ago, maybe? But two it was summers two, ago, I think it was. Two, yeah, summer of 2019. Two summers ago. So, um, I was in my, dad, my dad's basement. We are playing NHL. NHL 14, great game. So, um, I, that is now sold. So, it'll be 19 next time you come over. Um, yes, I sold my Xbox 360. Yeah. When, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we're playing, and I beat. At this point, I was beating everyone. I beat Keith. <laughs> now, beat me now. I beat Eric Murphy. I think it was Eric Murphy. That was you beat me. I think a couple times before that. Previous that, and then yeah. I get to and my dad's giving me shit. He's like, "Okay, beat beat Ian with a shit team, and Ian can be the Blackhawks who won the cup that year." Yeah. So he's giving me shit. I'm like, "Okay, I'll, you know, I'm confident. I'm thinking like, okay, I'm gonna beat this team. Nashville was actually a pretty good team. Um. Sure enough, I think. Taves put up four goals himself in the first period. It was four. Yeah. <laughs> it was four nothing. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm at this point, because I was, I think I was the road team. So I was going up on the second second period. So I I'm, feel like that's right. So I'm thinking, like, okay, let me get three goals here. Let me get back in this game. Yeah. Then you go on to score two more. And at this point, I'm like fuming. And I I, I don't I just don't care at this point. And then I eventually get a few, but the game's over. The game's out of hand by the end of the second. Absolutely out of hand. I start picking fights with Car- Daniel Carcillo and like Brian. And you never fight in any ch- – like you never fight at all. Yeah. Yeah, people don't know. I, I never fight in NHL unless there – unless you hit. There's a few exceptions. You hit my yes. star player. I'm losing by a lot or – actually, that's it. You hit my best player or – Very a- very rarely are you fighting. Yes, very rarely. So I was picking fights. I was I was, I was not happy about this result. Um, but yeah, Ian, that was probably one of the only times you've beat me like clean. Yeah, without like some sort of glitch or like actual cheese. Like that was just like straight up, I beat you. Yeah. Um, and then the best, the best, no, the best part, the, the second best part about that was, um, I think it was when I was in Victoria that September. Okay. And I was hanging. I was at UVic, and I was hanging out with Eric Murphy. Yeah. And Eric's like, you should remind Scott about the like the shell game. And I'm like, you know, Eric, that's actually a really fucking good idea. 
And I called you <laughs> and like in front of everybody at the fucking That's table. True. There were six of us who, and I put you on speaker. I'm like, bro, I beat you in shell with John of the Taves, right? And I, you, oh, I remember that. I do remember that was like September 2019. I don't know if I was in class or where I was, but oh, I was so mad when you said that. <laughs> oh, was, I'm man. definitely gonna do that when we back in session two. Definitely gonna just, do that. Just yeah, you're gonna know my class schedule. Call me in class. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a good moment. I was not happy about that, but yeah. definitely my worst loss in NHL, probably ever. By a mile. Yeah, by a mile. It was not good. It was really not good. But, um, you know, props to Ian. He played a good game. Well, okay. He, as Jonathan Taves, played a good game. <laughs> the rest of the Blackhawks lost to the Predators. It was 4-1 Nashville to Chicago. It was 7-4 John and the Taves to Nashville. So or eight eight four. Yeah. So good good for good for Ian. Shout out to Ian for being good at Chell. And we'll see what happens the next time we play. Different new systems, uh different teams. We'll see what happens. The other thing I should promote, uh, I just bought uh FIFA twenty one, discounted FIFA twenty one. Oh, so we were gonna ask you about that actually. So we we're gonna ask you, yeah. So I, I noticed you're playing, so so, uh, well, Neil's been playing because my, uh, bro- my brother, I think, has played more on the PS than I have. And, and uh, we will be doing SYP gaming at some point here. Um, should, anything else before we sign off here? Because we've gone over an hour here and we've had some yeah. good stuff. That's some, that's some good content for sure. Um, uh, the, I was yeah. going to say, the, the other uh, fun time I remember was coming up to Kelowna for Super Bowl weekend. Not this Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl with the well, Chiefs yeah, and the good. 49ers. Um, I think I forgot to bring a shirt. I think I forgot to pack a shirt that weekend. And oh, I, had just, I had one shirt. I had my App State shirt, which is the whole <laughs> shirt, which uh, with the photo, I think I still have it on my Instagram with Kevin. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which life, is cool. Life's too short to bet the under. I'm surprised it wasn't a grad quote, honestly. Uh, no, that was Belichick's no days off, but... Um, there you go. Yeah. It, it, all yeah. Works out, it, it all works out in the end. Yeah, um, you had a few good quotes. You also had everyday's game day. That was everyday's game day. Uh, fuck, what is, I had, I did have some good quotes. I'm trying to remember all of them now. No days off. That was no days, no days off. Um, booger sugar. <laughs> I think I said that once in French class and everybody just started laughing. And then what's her name? <laughs> uh, Madame Cormac was just like had her life flash in front of her. <laughs> Was that what that was that grade eleven or was it grade twelve? That was grade eleven. I think we were all in the same French class. And, oh, uh, dude, that was a riot. That class. Same with planning ten, bro. Planning ten was just planning ten was hype. French French eleven. Cormac, I I never did well in French, and Cormac and I never got on the same page. But hey, fair enough. That's I kind of I kind of regret that now because now I wish I I took the French seriously. But planning ten, planning ten was actually kind of sick, bro. We played. Uh, that was the first time I played Cards Against Humanity. We played on the computers. Remember that? It was like eight of us. In yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Because man. we did fuck all in that class. And and actually, actually, no, the kid who didn't do fuck all in that class was Caden Wilgosh, who played Slithero for six months. <laughs> oh, fuck all. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And look at where he is now. I don't know what he's doing. I hope he's doing well. Caden was on our baseball team one year, too. Was he actually? Yeah, he was. Remember that team where we, we didn't win oh. a single fucking game? We oh do you, okay. Do you remember there was a game we were up by seven runs and we blew it in the last inning. In North Van or somewhere. And it I was, was Yeah. Um it was up by Capilano. 
I forget the name of the field. Forest Hills we, or something. Like that. Yeah, we you know because we actually like built up a good. We act, there was. We were going. Was, to, was that that was after? Yeah, that was like five years ago, six years ago. Now. Yeah. Was, least, a, was that a majors team? I can't remember what the, the, no, the leagues were. Juniors. 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 Okay, junior team. That's what the name of it was. Um. I remember that team for a couple different reasons. One, I feel like I hit a double and I scored a run on a double to start the year, and then it was downhill from there. Yeah. Um, Caden Wilgosh was on that team. Yeah. Um, that was also that was also the year. Do you remember? Oh, fuck, we were playing on Marine Drive at one time, and okay. jo- and George, remember like Big George? Yeah, yeah George Lewis. Yeah, he's not. He hey, he's not big anymore. He's no, good. he's slip. So good, man. He's a huge cut. Yeah, he is. He looks like me now. He's actually, he, he's actually really good. Yeah. He got hit by a pitch. Took okay. a second. Yeah. He's walking over to first base. And then he screamed, Fuck! <laughs> so loud that the everybody could hear it. And, like that would be funny. Yeah. And John Jury's mother like, also had the same reaction that Madame Cormac did when I did Booger Sugar. Uh, <laughs> the like, what the fuck just happened? And that was one of the peaks of that season. Yeah, we. I don't think we won a single game. I think we tied one, and that was like tied one. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of the other, um, the other. Uh, do you remember the one game where I got beaned a couple times? Was it by the same guy? I, don't I think so. I think it was by the same guy. We had we had one intense game with um, one of the Vancouver teams. I can't remember who it was. And it might have been Lynn Valley. Lynn Valley was always a bitch to play against. Probably Lynn Valley. I can't remember. But anyway, it might actually now that you mentioned it, it's probably. It, Probably Lynn Valley. And um, I think I got beaned a couple of times. Yeah. And John Drury, who, if you don't know John Drury, I don't know. I guess he's still at UVic now. I don't know what's going on. He's a, I haven't, that's one of the people we talked earlier about people we've seen. Gra- haven't seen I, him. I think I talked to him once at UVic, maybe like two, three years ago, but I haven't right. spoken to him. Yeah. Um, he was technically on the team, but didn't play at all because he fucked up he his had ankle. ankle. He had ankle issues like his whole life. Yeah. His yeah. Whole life. So yeah. he was on the team. His mother was actually a, like a really big help for the team, mm-hmm. but he actually didn't play because of ankle injuries. And right. I think either he said to me or I asked him, but anyways, he did say like, if you, if like, if you start a brawl or if you get attacked, I will come out and support you. <laughs> I will come out and defend you. And keep in mind, he hadn't done fuck all all seat, like just yeah. pretty much sat on the bench and would walk around every once in a while during the game. But yeah. that's funny. I don't remember that. That was uh that, that was, was yeah. That oh, was good. Good times, man. I miss playing ball, dude. I Do you remember any, was there any other memories from that team or that other, any other stories from that baseball team that I'm missing out on? Not from that year. The year after we went to like provincials and um, oh, Neil would be good to talk about with. Man. Yeah, that's Neil and I can bond. Over. That's how you got your backpack that you love. That's yeah, that mm-hmm, was. A, mm-hmm. You don't like that anymore? No, no, what? that's not how I got it. You don't. Do you know the story of how I got that backpack? I don't know actually. So, if in case you don't know, I don't know if it's here. It might be outside. Outside, anyways. Um, anyway, uh, you guys got a white uh, West Van All Stars. West Van All Stars, yeah. Backpack, Easton backpack, really nice backpack. Like it's a quality top, backpack. Top end. Top end, as top end backpack. It's still, it's still good, yeah. Anyways. Uh, my brother got that because he was on the same all-star team that you guys were on. Yeah. 
And when I, 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 I feel like that, was that grade 12 for you? No, grade nine. Grade nine? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, anyways, he had that backpack. He was still using that backpack. He took that backpack when I was living in Victoria uh, okay. in the summer of 18. Uh, he, he had that, my, he had his backpack, his white Easton backpack, and he used it to come over to Victoria and he saw what I had and I can't remember what I had, but I guess I had a nice bag sure. and, it's just, and it's just like, dude, I'll trade you my Easton backpack for your back, like for your bag. Yeah. Easy and, trade, dude. That's and easy. I'm just like, I mean, okay, I like my bag and, yeah. and he's like, but this is a better bag. The Easton one's better. And I'm like, I just like my bag that i have but it's like a bl- regular black bag but sure man if yeah. you want it go and have it so that's how i've had the easton backpack and pretty much i use it to carry my computer all around since hmm. there you go took it to japan with me there you go it's been around the world been around the world enough said uh well, any any final thoughts hot takes things before we go here i should let you go it's 11 30 on a friday night we could go on for hours no i'm not doing anything i'm just gonna like go to bed here I gotta get up early tomorrow, do some some school, and then we're playing golf tomorrow. Get some, I'll get some content for that. Don't worry. Hashtag uh, content. Uh, how's your school going, by the way? It's good. Um, finals are coming up, and yeah, I got. It's gonna be a pretty heavy month of April, but once we're done, we're we're all having online class this summer. But once that's easy, once I get through this, then I'm like honestly kind of home free. Like, I've got my courses mapped out for next year. I graduate next year from university. Yeah. Which is pretty big, so. Um, I'm yeah. hoping to finish up my two-year thing at BCIT next uh, semester, but that'd be sick. Um, are you in class, by the way? Like you're in person next semester, or not? Not next semester in the fall. That's the plan. Yeah. Are you? I have. I haven't heard people have been asking me, and I haven't heard anything about that for. Anything. They might not make a decision for a while. They're unsure. They, they need to say by June, though. Oh, at least yeah. 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 They've said in-person activities, which who knows what that really means. They haven't specified that. Keg stands at Nicola. Keg stands at Nicola. Is that what we uh, got planned for next year? No, we're not. We're not going to be in residence next year. We, we can do it. Like, what's the big hill that's nearby? That's um, Academy Hill. Academy Hill. That we're going to do keg stands on Academy Hill. I mean, if you're buying, sure, fuck, I'm down. <laughs> um, there you go. No, all right. So I guess question for the viewers, UBCO takeover number three, question mark? I feel like we can do that for next Super Bowl. Done. There you go. I feel like next Super Bowl we'll do that when the Seahawks are playing whoever. Um, and, <laughs> and then... Um, I love your confidence. Uh, I have to. I have nothing else at this. I mean, we've had Russell Wilson trade rumors, so why not be confident all the, at the other end? And He's then, saying Seattle. Come on. He's staying at this point. He's staying in Seattle. It's just like the whole Stamkos thing. Like there was like so much talk about it, and he just stayed in Tampa. Yeah, but you do understand that football players have a lot more leverage than hockey players do. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much, I think for takeovers, I think our next takeover. Well, my personal next takeover might be Victoria this summer if I can get over there and if I can get vaccinated and things are good. <laughs> Maybe. I might be with you there. We'll see what happens. You, uh, you, I don't know. You, you seem like a bit of an island guy too, but you also seem like a, a boathouse on the lake type dude. I can be anywhere. I'm, I'm pretty adaptable. Actually, Armin's more boathouse on the lake type dude. I shouldn't. No, we made it clear. Armin's a boat guy. I would never live in a boathouse, but I would live on a lake in a house. There's a difference. There's a difference, by the way. 
Um, so I would say probably Vic this summer we're looking at, and then Edmonton in the winter, and then I'm going to probably freeze like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Uh, when I go to Edmonton, that's probably what I'm going to look like. And then probably Kelowna for Super Bowl. That sounds like a good plan. Pretty preliminary, but that's a good plan. That's, uh, yeah, no, I mean, nothing's, nothing should be scheduled right now for anything. No, God, no. Uh, any other, uh, yeah, hot takes, thoughts, uh, just wrap it up, wrap the pod. This has been a good uh, shithousery. I finished uh, two Heinekens. Uh, shout out North Yard Cider, by the way. Uh, maybe they'll sponsor. Go, go check them out. It's expensive, but if you're buying buying a tree. You're, bu- you're buying quality with North Yard Cider. Yeah. I, I, I can vouch for that. You are buying quality cider when you go to North Yard Cider. Yeah, it's good. That's Don't buy what's what's the, the the fucking is it the Okanagan cider or that cheap with the black label one? Don't buy that one. That one's no bueno. You buy the I, North Yard. Cider. I used to be a fan. I can't drink anymore. They just oh. taste like garbage to me. Yeah. There's another uh, there's another Okanagan uh, what a cider from the Okanagan that's really good. But if you want to like, buy local yeah. Squamish, yeah. But uh, this hey pandemic buy local. If you're in Kelowna, buy Kelowna. If you're in Squamish, buy Squamish. If you're yeah, buy local. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Uh, but no, actually, like if you want really good cider, go to North Yard Cider. Um, that's a podcast. Of course, right. you can listen to us on uh, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, watch this full video on YouTube. I'm going to clip a bunch of stuff tomorrow on Saturday uh, that will all come out on the YouTube channel, the Speak Your Peace YouTube channel. Uh, hoodies are coming out this month, by the way. Hoodies will be out sure. this month. Cool. Love to hear. Be- um, uh, yeah, website, I- by the way, website. Uh, go check out uh, Fuji. Uh, and it is a new article on, uh, shit, I can't remember what her name is right now, from Yukon. Oh, the uh, Canadian girl, right? Yes, uh, Paige, oh, I want to say her name is, is Bukers, but I don't want to be that asshole who doesn't know right off the top of my head. I feel bad. Um, go, go check out Fuji's, Paige Bukers. Paige Bukers, yeah. Go check, go check out Fuji's article on him on speakyourpeace.ca. Really cool stuff. Uh, what were you going to say? Were you going to say something before I interrupt you? Uh, yeah, I'm taking a month off, so you guys won't see me for a couple weeks. I'm busy. You'll do some, I was going to say, you'll do some content tomorrow, golf-wise? Yeah, I'll get other content. I'll do, I'm still doing, I'm, viewers, I'm still doing Saturday selections um, every Saturday for... I'm gonna, long, I'll check the silver tips. I'll check the silver tips schedule. We're pretty much God's doing it for the most part with the silver tips playing mostly on Saturdays. Oh, by the way, they got my cutout at the Silver Tips game, and it was actually uh, on the broadcast tonight. I, I, it, it wasn't in the spot where I wanted it to be, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, man, that happens. That happens. That's okay. At least it, it was on. It was on the broadcast. Got to send, send a picture to the viewers. The viewers will love that. Uh, did I? Did I? I sent you. Did I send you the photo yeah. of me? I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. I'm at Silver Tips games this year, which is cool. Um. Good team this year, Olin Zellwinger, who's U eighteen. I'm actually su- I'm actually surprised. I remember going through the rosters at the beginning of the season. Everett's got the best defense by a mile. I'm surprised at how many. I don't know if you looked at the WHL rosters, but the defense is actually quite underwhelming for like, in the U.S. division or in the in U.S. The division. In the U.S. division, I mean, I haven't checked the other uh, teams. I just checked the U.S. division because that's Everett playing. The U.S. division is actually quite underwhelming defensively, but Everett's yeah. really good. Hey, Everett's always good defensively, though. Look at their coach. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, yeah, they're always great defensively. Wolfie's their goalie again, who probably shouldn't be playing in Everett. He should probably be in the AHL, in my opinion. Probably, probably yeah. But he's going to rip, hopefully rip it apart in 
in the U.S. division. Hopefully, hopefully Everett's in first place because I think they Christmas are in first place right now. We're not going to do any play. They're not doing any playoffs this year, unfortunately. But um, yeah, but at least they get play time. At least like draft prospects can get like exposure. It's right? better than nothing, right? Like, yeah, at least exactly. you get like you get twenty four games. Everett's still in first place in the U.S. over Portland. Cool. Are they going to award like division winners? Like if you know, I would hope so, but I doubt it. I yeah. don't see. I mean, that was kind of the other thing that kind of pissed me off last year was Portland was technically the Scotty Monroe Memorial. Like they won the whatever pre- President's Trophy equivalent to WHL is for having the most points. Yeah. But the season ended early and Everett still had games against weaker competition and they had more games and whatever. Yeah. Like it was kind of just an Everett bias, but I was like, I don't know if you want to give them. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Did they prorate? Like, did they do a points percentage or do you know? No. Just whatever the just whatever the points were at the time, and it's kind of like okay. I mean, I get it, but again, it's one year, whatever, not a big deal. Everett's gonna come back stronger this year, and I think ever or Portland lost Seth Jarvis, didn't they? No, Jarvis is still with them. Oh, he's still with them. Okay, he he struggled a little bit in the first time that he played against Everett. He was getting uh, stoned yeah. by. Uh, I'm like I'm honestly surprised he hasn't he didn't make the junior team. I was expecting that he would, but he didn't. I actually kind of figured that he would be not with the Hurricanes, but at least with the the Char- the, the Charlotte Checkers, oh, the Checkers. Who, yeah. who was the AHL equipment. Like I thought he kind of would be with them, but I mean it's kind of like a wolfy thing of just give him another year in junior. You don't another burn junior. a year. You don't burn a year on his contract. And- he's also not a big guy. He's not the most dominant. He's not like cuz again you saw Kirby Doc six four. He like burst on the NHL, but Jarvis is like what five eleven, like one eighty. A, a little, a little Connor Zary in his game, maybe like Cole Perfetti type too, a little bit. Where, bit, but he needs more time to develop and get like, put some maps on. Right, that's his big thing. Again, good, very good player, and he's a great play driver. And I feel like he'll be a really good fit in like the if if he develops like we think he will he should be a really good yeah. fit in the rod brendan Moore hurricane style team oh for sure oh he's yeah he's that he's that fit bit of speed bit of finesse yeah, hard worker hard worker yeah he'll be, he'll be a good player um so yeah that's the and then the silver tip season is done uh may 8th so pretty much after may 8th too it's like even more uh full go um because we we have something i don't want to spoil it yet but we got a big thing planned for june that we've been that we've been working on too. Scott yeah. knows about this, but we don't. I don't yeah, want to yeah. spoil it yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll announce it probably closer to the end of the hockey season. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the SYP events. Um, There's lots coming. Lots, lots coming. Lots coming. Yeah. Again, check us out Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcast, wherever you get your music. Essentially, you can listen to this podcast. Um, you can you. You know, check out the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. That's probably where you're watching this video. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram. We're 20 follow, 20, 25 followers short of 500. We can get to 500 yeah. here pretty, pretty easily. Yeah, I think we're pretty you, you need to plug us in one of your Zoom classes again. I don't have any more Zoom classes to plug myself with stuff <laughs> in. Uh, maybe we need to get Je- maybe we need to get Jevin on again, and Jevin can plug our stuff for us. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll make it we'll make it work. We'll uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not, yeah, it's not I'm not too worried, but we'll figure it out. We will. Uh, by the way, before we go, March Madness pick uh, again. We're recording this Friday night. You got a, a national champion that might be busted by Monday. Um. Well, 
thanks to thanks UCLA for ruining everyone's bracket, <laughs> including including mine. Um, you had Michigan too, I'm guessing. Well, of course I did. Yeah, I had Michigan winning. I had Michigan playing Illinois. Illinois was long gone. I'm like, okay, fine. I just had them in. Yeah, no, that was I had I had Gonzaga playing Illinois, and once Illinois lost to um, who did they lose to? It was like a bottom seed. It wasn't any. No, it was uh, lo- 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 Loyola Chicago. Best yes, player. yes, that's who they. they and they, they want a good run. Yeah, and Illinois oh. lost to them, and I'm like, okay, I can accept that. Uh, yeah. The UCLA Final Four run. Oh, I can't believe that. Yeah, I don't know. I have a weird feeling that UC- UCLA might win it all. Uh, I got Gonzaga. Yeah, I mean, you pick Gonzaga anyways. So yeah, I, I got well. I got, I'm from Washington State. I kind of have to root for Gonzaga. I guess I'm not Catholic. I don't have any religious implications here. Yeah, but. Gonzaga's only like three hours from here. It's really mm-hmm. not that far. You're yeah. you're gonna go to Spokane. You're gonna you're gonna take a trip down to the uh, to the Spokane River, Spokane Valley, hang out at the Red Lion Hotel. I don't think so, but thanks. You know, I've been to Spokane a couple times. And is it okay? I did, I went when I was young. I don't I, when I was still living in the states. I'm not rushing back particularly to go. Met the Vancouver <laughs> met the met the whole Vancouver Giants team in Spokane. Hmm, that's pretty cool. I, like actually, like got to shake at hands with every Giants player. That's sick. Like, who's on the team at the time? Uh, fuck. Now you're going to make me search this up. Uh, well, because what, what year was it? What year was it? 2008? Oh, it would have been like Evander Kane and like probably... Craig uh, Cunningham? Cody Franzen was there too. Uh, give me a second here. I don't know if I... Have I told you this story? I don't think you have. One last quick story. Our, our One last quick like, story where I... Uh, basically, so I was in Spokane. We were on spring break. And we watched, I'm going to say it was 2008, uh, 2009, I'm going to say, because that's when the Giants were playing the Spokane Chiefs, unless it was 2008. Just give me one second. I just want to confirm my sources here. Uh, where I was in the Red Lion Hotel with the rest of my family. And it sure. uh, might have been 2008, 2008, 2009. Um, I was in the Red Lion Hotel with uh, my family. We were on spring break because we were doing a dub road trip. Uh, so 2008, 2009, I'll have to ask my parents to confirm. On this Vancouver Giants team, you had Evander Kane, Jonathan Blum, by the way, uh, oh. Craig Cunningham, Brendan Gallagher. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, Lance Boma, uh, Tyson Sexsmith. Okay. Um, all those were on the 2008, 2009 Giants. Uh, and, and I'll just check to see if there's anybody else. But pretty much, yeah, I... Uh, Cool. Uh, also, possibly on 2007, 2008, uh, Craig Cunningham, Neil Manning, nobody else really too memorable. Evander Kane, James Wright, Lance Boma. Uh, so, pretty much, so the story with that was we were, I can't remember if it was the same trip, but we went to Spokane for, uh, for spring break, or we went, I think it was the same trip we went to, no, we went to Spokane. Uh, we were checking out dub games. I guess we were. I can't remember what the other purpose. Maybe the silver tips were there too. But we were checking out uh, dub games, and basically, there was a guy in the Red Line Hotel uh, who was wearing a Vancouver Giants kind of like the CCM jackets. If you know what Scott will know what I'm talking about. Tracksuit, yeah. Tracksuit. Tracksuit, yeah, yeah. And I went up and asked, like, "Do you work for the Giants?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm their bus driver." 
no way yeah i'm like oh shit that's pretty cool um and i asked like i said i asked like um you know are the giants here and they're like oh yeah the giants are here like do you want to meet them no way so pretty much there is if i remember correctly there was a meeting room upstairs somewhere in a hotel and uh basically the the bus driver took my brother and i up to this meeting room and i guess they were having a team meeting or something and basically we like got the fist pump all the guys like as they were walking in that's um, so sick got to introduce ourselves they gave us a free giants t-shirt uh which was really cool um and then uh pretty much we had to leave before they started their meeting and basically they said uh go giants and they couldn't give us any free tickets because it was in spokane obviously the chiefs are in charge of tickets or whatever but that was my time meeting a vancouver giant so in case you're wondering uh why why i'm such a big dub fan uh that was my vancouver giants experience wow there you go and you've been a fan. Well, you've been a fan of the tips for your whole life. Been a fan of the tips the whole my whole time, and basically, yeah, I, yeah, I can't. I need to go back to Spokane Arena. I it was a nice arena if I remember. It's not the Everett Arena, but Spokane didn't have a bad no, arena. Angel of the Winds is top notch. AOTW Arena. A-O-T-W. Um, Scott, any any final words before we head out here? If you got any anything else to say? I know we've been saying that for like the last twenty minutes, but no, we're good. Let's wrap right. it up. All right, cool. Thank you very much for listening. You know where to find our stuff. Please tell your friends. Thank you very much for listening. This has been a great pod and we will do this again. Um, Maybe our next break, whenever our next break is, which who knows when that's going to be, but. Well, I was, the other thing is I, I'm trying to think when I'm going to be back for pods, probably not the sixth, but the 13th, I think is when I'm going to start doing regular pods again. Uh, without you, Scott, I'm sorry. But anyways, thank you again for listening. We'll be back soon. Peace out. Done.